Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Sunday, May 6th, 2018. Um, I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And here at Daily Walk, we normally begin with prayer. So Japheth, could you go ahead and do us the honors? Yeah, yeah, I'd be glad to. Heavenly Father, it's just great for us to begin this week uh, with you and just begin today, Sunday, uh, with you as we open your word, reflect on it. We ask for your spirit to guide us, bless us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Okay, we're reading from Romans chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. This is the English Standard Version. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his Son, who was descended from David according to the flesh, and was declared to be the Son of God in power, according to the Spirit of holiness, by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ, to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. That was all one single sentence with just lots and lots and lots of commas. It scared me. I thought that it was never going to end. I was, uh, I was afraid. Yeah, I haven't checked the Greek to see if actually it is broken down, but Paul clearly got carried away. And that's because I think that Paul really wanted to pack a lot. This reminds me when uh, Joan and I did a tour of Mammoth Cave in Kentucky. Uh-huh. There was a, a tour guide who gave us a preamble about what we were doing. And Jonah came back showing um, my dad where we had been. And he said, and this is where a man said a lot of words. <laughs> Yeah, well... This well, is where Paul said, said a, a lot, lot of, words. of words. Yeah. Well, in, in this case, unlike the Mammoth Caves, hopefully in this case, uh, these words were very important. Uh, I'm and they're, sure. They're no pretty doubt. significant and they're pretty epic words because they are to one of the most powerful letters in the, in the Second Testament, um, Romans. So... If you haven't read The Daily Walk this morning in preparation for this podcast, we really want to encourage you to do so. You may want to pause right now, just get online to boulder.church forward slash daily and uh, read today's Daily Walk. It'll take you just a couple of minutes to do so. Uh, it'll give you some perspective on the, the actual passage. Yeah, because we're always going to talk about The Daily Walks and it'll, it, different people write them. So in this case, Jafet wrote this one. Yeah, so it's so easy it'd be really for him weird. to talk about it. It'd be really it weird, weird for me to talk about it and to, I mean, to. But sometimes other people have have written them, and then we have to react to what they might have been thinking and. Yes. Talk about that. And if Becky writes it, and I have to read it, then it will it. be brilliant. Oh. Then it will be flawless, will it, and there'll it, be nothing even to say. Really? really, I don't know. Mm, yeah. 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 We'll see. So. <laughs> so the recalibrate question. That's what we want to focus on this on this particular um, reflection today. And the recalibrate question based on this particular text just for today is this. What term would you use to describe yourself in Jesus? And the reason we're focusing on that question is because Paul, when he's just about to like 
launch this incredible letter. He chooses of all the terms to to say, hey, I want to say hello to you and tell you about myself. He says, I introduce myself as a servant, a slave of Christ Jesus. And so I was curious and I thought, you know, what would be an interesting term that we would use if we were writing a letter to introduce Jesus to the leaders of the world today? Well, and then would the idea be that we're trying to think of a term of something that we find particularly distasteful? Like, would they have had a... <laughs> a well, I mean, I'm not just merely trying to be... Like, I, Becky, the slug of Jesus, or uh-huh. I actually yeah. kind of... I like slugs, okay. But is the idea that they... Do you really? They can't... Yeah, I mm. think they're fine. Um, they can't think of anything worse than being a slave. I mean, being a slave is bad. It's not something that I would want to be, that I don't I don't think anybody would want to be that. No. But is that the idea that when you say what term would you use, are you saying that we should think of something that's intentionally, um, I guess, is self-deprecating the word? I think. Um, I think. I think, it, I think it's pretty. I saying. think it's pretty phenomenal. I mean, he he waited like this is thirteen years in the coming to the process of writing this letter. So from the road to Damascus to writing this letter to the Romans, he's had thirteen years to process how he's going to like pen and and do this kind of stuff and he has seen jesus himself describe himself as the servant and so he takes on that title and says no actually i'm the servant of christ jesus i mean he he kind of i don't think he's putting it in uh in a terrible term but i think he's putting it like as a as a, a term saying if i could say that i am nothing in honor of who christ is then this is what I want to do because I want to lift up Christ more than anything else. So whatever term, if it is a slug, um, that's I mean, what... I, I was kind of kidding about that. I would probably just call myself a human hmm. being that, I mean, that doesn't, it doesn't seem like a terrible thing to be, nor is it a great thing to be. I think it's nice to have kind of an accurate self-perception. Like one thing that will bother me is when Christians will sometimes speak as if we have to think of ourselves as being really lowly and unworthy and, you know, I am a worm and this kind of thing. And I think there's nothing in and, and the Bible to me that suggests that that is what we are. If, if we're so valuable that, you know, the entire universe has come together to try to save, what, what are we being saved for? If not, I, I think some self-respect is in order. I don't think you have to be narcissistic or think of yourself as being more than you are, but I mean, yeah. do you really have to think of yourself as being nothing, this kind of... It depends It depends on the context, doesn't it? I mean, there's sometimes that I would like my boys to actually be very self-deprecating, and then other times I'd like them to be very strong. And so there's times when I don't want them to really want to speak back to me, and then other times I'm like, yeah, you really need to speak back now. And so that's kind of like, you know, I, I think I was talking to a parent about this one day where they were complaining about their kid who was being very, very assertive. And I said to them, you know, yeah, you want that assertiveness never to go away, but right now you want them just to obey you. So how do you train assertiveness and resiliency and yet respect at the same time? And I think that's there's a time to be and say, I am a servant. And there's a time to say, stand up and say, no, I will stand for this and, and be strong. And so, yeah, and being a servant is a good thing. If you're serving an idea or a person or something that's greater than yourself that you can give your life toward, I don't think that has to be at all a negative mm-hmm. thing. 
Well, and that's what I think Paul's trying to do here. He's introducing this letter and saying, if I have to introduce Jesus Christ to the most powerful people who run the world at that time, the Roman oh, Empire. and this is what I wanted yeah. to ask. What are the chances that these powerful people, uh-huh. how would he ever get his letter to them? Well, they why, why would they see the his time. letter? They, actually, Romans chapter 16 tells us that uh, there was a, a really great system they had, and Phoebe was the messenger. So they guaranteed that when Phoebe delivers his letter, she would stand up there and she would read it out to them. And I think that's... Uh, and they would allow her to do that. Yeah, she had the they secret handshake or yeah. <laughs> whatever that would they allow her They wanted that kind of stuff. The, okay. It was actually common practice uh, to be able to listen to great orators who would speak. And so Phoebe would have had to be a pretty phenomenal speaker and have some kind of respect. And he gives a great introduction to her, um, to a frequent flyer traveler that she was. She would have taken a lot of effort to be able to get there and to, to speak. And so hmm. pretty darn amazing. Um, and I'm kind of inspired by that little section in Romans 16. Some scholars actually suggest that you should read Romans 16 in order to understand the whole book of Romans, in fact. So you go to the end, which well, is one of the... Is, what is Romans 16? The final about? chapter. And it's just the, the story of, of Phoebe and, and everything encapsulated in that. I kind of like to do that myself when reading books, is to read the final chapter and know how the movie ends. Oh, I really don't oh, like to do I that. Oh, I do like that a lot. No, that's wrong. I kind of like, well, no, it's the same with the Bible. It's kind of fun to know that it's going to end well. Yeah, I guess. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) That's why someday we have to talk about this. Why I think I still need to do that DNA test. Oh, no, you don't. don't We'll we'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. But but at some point, we need to talk about this. Uh, We do need to talk about this. Yeah. But unfortunately, our time is up because we're going to kind of limit these uh, these, uh, moments to just about this kind of spectrum time here that we have. But uh, reflect on this today. Ask yourself, how would you um, actually introduce yourself and how would you, what was the question again? What term would you use to describe yourself in Jesus? What term would you use to describe yourself in Jesus? How do you think of yourself? I think that's a good term. And I think that's a good good, uh, question to reflect on. And when you talk to your kids, when you talk to your friends, when you talk to your community today, whatever you do in your house, uh, whatever you're doing at home, whether you're at work, how would you introduce yourself in Jesus? Well, even how you think of yourself in relation to Mm -hmm. everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it's kind of an interesting question. It is okay. Indeed. All right. Hey, you guys look after yourselves. We'll connect with you tomorrow. Until then, live love and look and be good. Bye. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.